Know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. Hey, the man said it's us, and it is us. He's right again. Those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. Jeff Smith from the Golf Cave. Actually, he's left the confines of the Golf Cave, slipped the surly bonds, as they say, and is uh, right. running the streets of Chicago waiting for his daughter to graduate from college again. So. That's right. Master's degree this time. <laughs> She's going to get a master's degree in how to make a, a correct decision at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not a horse guy, John. I, I thought those were BS degrees, man. <laughs> Look, I think that's what those fellas must have. Look. I'm no horse guy. I'm just an average dude. Uh-huh. I see a horse that's beating the snot out of everybody the entire race, and all of a sudden, he gets flagged for cutting somebody off. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's dead last or something. <laughs> You're like, well, wait a second. <laughs> Let me get this straight. We have a jockey that's a little diminutive, lightweight dude sitting on top of a thousand-pound animal, mm-hmm. and it is running at breakneck speed around this big circle. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to control them. Mm-hmm. And wait, there's more. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little muddy. <laughs> Very muddy, this yeah. This dude's the only clean guy in the race, <laughs> right? Because he's out in front. Not one single speck of mud on this dude because he's out in front of everybody. And all of a sudden, his horse gets a little wide and somebody else has to make an adjustment. And all of a sudden, he's in trouble and gets thrown out. I got to know, John, who's training the dudes that, that are in, in charge of this? Who throws these rules out? Is this a USGA thing all over again? Is that, is that think, what we got? I think so, man. I think so. Uh, just Come an on. aside. and what and I cockamamie rule. I, I do guarantee we're going to get to golf very soon. <laughs> but I just want to tell you the story of a former guest of ours, Cindy Tandy Anderson. Yeah. Golf right. mom. Uh, yep. she and her family have a tradition. They always pick every Kentucky Derby because they're Louisville natives. They pick one of the long shots and put about five bucks across the board on one of the long shots. This year's long shot was country home, uh, <laughs> or country house, whichever, uh, at a 65 to one odds. You, you do the math. We are going to talk with Cam Rogers, who has a, a Tiger Woods specific podcast. And we're going to talk with Alyssa Gaudet, who has a bunch of stuff in the golf world, but we're going to talk about Women's Golf Day, which is is her baby. And it's all coming up, so stick with us. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. If you guys haven't heard about Roan, you are really missing out. Let me tell you, Roan is a men's performance lifestyle and premium activewear brand that's engineered for unparalleled quality and comfort. Uh, It's an absolute necessity for guys on the go. And it doesn't matter if you're training in the gym or you're jumping on some international flight somewhere. These guys are your new go-to men's clothing brand. Roan, R-H-O-N-E. I'm going on vacation soon, and I can tell you I can get everything I need. All all on the same website, Roan.com. Because they have everything a guy needs. From premium shorts, shirts, tank tops, socks, underwear, swimwear. I mean, it's great stuff. They engineer clothing that's perfect for the office. They're perfect for long flights. And commutes. And, you know, I'm going on vacation, which means probably at least one of the connections is going to get canceled. So it's going to be a long time hanging out in an airport. I got to get comfortable. They've just released their new commuter collection. And, man, I just went crazy on the website looking at this stuff. Uh, Shorts, 
Yeah, have you ever had anybody ask you if your shorts, if you prefer a 9-inch or 11-inch inseam? No, me too. And, and the, the polo shirts are beautiful. The shorts, the, the pants, the pants, you can get them in snug fit. You can get them in loose fit. You get them exactly the size you need. Get them hemmed to your perfect length. And the shirts, the dress shirts, <sighs> wrinkle-free. Yeah, wrinkle-free. No more, hey, John, you own an iron? I mean, whether you're sitting around or whatever, you know, these, this stuff's going to look good. For for the guys like us who go into the office in the morning, go play golf in the afternoon, then go out to dinner and, and hang out uh, for a few drinks after dinner, it's all the same clothes. Go to roan.com slash weekend. Do it today. Use the promo code weekend. You'll get 20% off your first purchase. Okay. R-H-O-N-E dot com slash weekend. Promo code weekend to get 20% off. Roan.com slash weekend. Promo code weekend. R-H-O-N-E dot com slash weekend. Go now. And it is us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And no more talk about horse racing. No more talk about silly rules. No more talk about how the stewards at Churchill Downs emulated the USGA. We're going to talk about putting because I have a brand new putter. You're dictating the content now? Yeah, I'm in charge. There's a okay. company called MLA Golf. Look them up. MLA Golf. They have the number one aim defender putter from their Target series. And the Target series is not because it's a bunch of putters you can buy at Target. Okay. Target series means that these putters, according to the company, have been designed to help aim. Because you and I, Jeff, have had discussions repeatedly that, that you're a lousy aimer. Not just me. Oh, I'm sorry. Most this, casual golfers you're, you're are talking not about the, aimed. You're talking about the on-air discussions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most casual golfers think they know how to aim, think they know where they're aiming, but alas and alack are most often mistaken. This putter has seemed to try to fix that. Uh, I need you to go to um, Facebook. We need to do a thing on Facebook about this so everybody can see how it works. What it, what it is, is I'll try to explain it to you, is, is on the top of the putter blade, there is a white line that traces the outside edge of the putter blade. It has four points on that line that you can extrapolate with your eyes four parallel lines so that your observations are not just one line between your putter and the target, but four, which makes it a lot easier to make sure that you are indeed aiming in the direction you want to aim in. Because with what's just one line, one eye line, you can be terribly wrong. But with four eye lines, you're going to be aligned better. That's what I have mm. been told. I have yet to take it out into the field. I am doing that tomorrow. And after I would take I, it to a green. Take it to a green. I'll do that. Out of the field. Not just a field. So far Fields as are a little tough to, I think <laughs> they're a little bumpy. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it to one of those nicely, freshly mowed and pressed greens. Yeah, there you go. Let's try that action a little bit better. But it makes uh. sense. It makes sense that if, if your eyes can see more points, then you, you're able to tell if you're aiming better. Or not. I don't Look, know. We'll as see. an instructor, I am a huge fan uh -huh. of anything and any putter head or any design that helps people aim where they think they are aimed. Right. Or at least they aim and they identify where they're aimed, if nothing else. There's so many people, yeah. John, you just happen to be one of those people that just cannot seem to put themselves in a position to see where their putter face is aimed where they think it is. 
the video I was watching pointed out that your perception is different if you're looking from behind the target line, down the target oh, yeah. line, or from the side of the target line. Oh, absolutely it is. Okay. You know, I've been using the uh, the Seymour with the yep. little alignment thing, which is great because now I always know that my my putter face is square, but I still don't know if it's aimed exactly where I think it's aimed. I'm getting yes, much better at it. we've talked about that before. If you think it's aimed in one place and it's really aimed someplace else, we've got a problem. It's going to go where it is aimed, not where you think it's aimed. Funny how that works. I have tried yeah, I to think the ball into weird. the hole on many occasions. It don't work. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, yeah. Goes where it's actually aimed? Huh. So when you get done with all the pomp and circumstance of the graduation that you will be attending in the next day or two and all the celebrations yep. and packings and all that kind of stuff, yeah. we need to do another Facebook Live on aiming your putter. Can we do that? Ooh. Yeah, because I got these really cool things that just snap right onto the face of your putter and tells you stuff. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good idea. Going to have to get the worm cam out for that, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we are looking at shoes. I'm going to have to get some new shoes. Shoe right? cams. We're going to be looking at shoes, shoelaces. <laughs> have to polish those babies up. I'm going to have to use brand new golf balls too, aren't I? Yep. 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 Yeah. Maybe go with the, right. uh, with the matte colored ones. And that's another Ooh, thing, that's too. Last week, we were talking about golf balls. And in that yep. test that, that um, the website did, matte, matte finished golf balls react differently than the non-matte finished golf balls. Yeah, isn't that weird? I couldn't understand why. But I guess it's surface tension or friction or... I'm not really sure. It had to have something to do with the USGA. If they're shine... <laughs> They're getting into messing up everything. <laughs> Who are all now buying box seats for the <laughs> for the next race in the Triple Crown, just in case they have a problem, you know? Right. <laughs> They'll have rules officials in the Blue Blazers the just blue ready to go. That's what's going to happen. That is it. Hey, we've got some great guests coming up. We're going to talk to Cam Rogers, who is a, a podcaster who has the Believe in Tiger Woods. Now, one of the things that I don't, did he always believe in Tiger Woods or is this just a newfound, uh, a newfound thing that Tiger is back? But, you know, he, I think maybe he's always believed in Tiger Woods, but he finally made a podcast. Yeah. And now, well, I'll bet you that's it. Now we can tell people without being laughed at. <laughs> I mean, because everybody <laughs> else right. in the industry was saying, I mean, from, from Brandon Chambly all the way down to you and me, we were basically saying that the the chances of Tiger ever picking up another major tournament trophy was slim to none. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because of the nature of his of his injury. Not because we had any animosity toward Tiger. Um, but it's no. just great to no, see him back but... and truth is is it just seemed so bleak yeah you know yeah. it 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 made us all dejected it did it did right but cam rogers kept the faith and he always believed in tiger and he's going to come talk to us about it and his uh, believe in tiger woods podcast coming up and also a little later um i know this is radio but we'll put a picture up on the website so you can just lust along with us uh elissa godet will be our guest. She's written a bunch of books, uh, three of them actually, Two Good Rounds, 
where she she interviewed 36 professional golfers and then a second book where she interviewed 36 professional athletes that played golf and then a third book where she interviewed 36 business tycoons CEOs entrepreneur types who played golf and and there's some great stuff in that some great stuff in those books but she has also been the moving force behind women's golf day which is a worldwide push to get more women to play golf now we have been trying to get more women to play golf but i think our hey little girl want to play golf uh, isn't isn't the right way to do it <laughs> especially with your mustache <laughs> Yeah. Nope. That's the yeah. one your dad warned you about. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk to uh, Alyssa about uh, the the pushes that she is making and and the companies and the organizations that are working with her, basically designed to get more women into golf. They have identified the things that are keeping women out of golf, and uh, one of them being time. And that's another thing, too, we need to talk about. We have mentioned it a few times on the show, but some ideas on, on um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, speeding up the game without, without losing the fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to be plodding along to, uh, to have fun. You can play fast. Um, you know, you don't want to play too fast. Finish this hole in 12 minutes, and there's a drink waiting for you at the end. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 13. You lose. Let's try it again on the next one. That's right. Oh, that's not going to work. So those guests and more coming up, uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Go there and follow us because you will be alerted at that point anytime we do a Facebook Live, which we're going to be doing on a regular basis, live from the golf cave or maybe even the golf course now that it's getting warm. And Jeff's going to impart some wisdom. And you can also uh, subscribe to our Drinking and Driving Digest, if you would, please. Because it's uh, it's got an awful lot of good stuff in it that uh, can help you for your next round. A little video that comes out just before every weekend so you'll learn something. Help yourself get out of uh, trouble. Or just not get into trouble. However you want to look at it. All that stuff and more is coming up. We are those weekend golf guys. Please just hang with us. Would you like to get all this stuff a couple days early and totally commercial free? We can make that happen. Patreon.com slash golf guys. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash golf guys. For as little as a buck a month, you can become a sponsor and a patron. And we would appreciate it immensely. Are you a sales guy or a business owner? And do you use golf in your business? You should, you know. It's a great way to build a relationship much quicker and much more deeply than you can in a month full of business lunches. Really is. You can learn more about somebody in 18 holes of golf than, than, than you can any other way. Check it out. Make sure you do it right. We've got a place you can go. It's called thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Got a freebie there for you to download on how to put together the perfect foursome to actually make a whole lot of money, a whole lot more money than you're going to make normally. It's the best way to make friends and influence people, if you pardon the expression. Golf for business. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. The perfect golf foursome. You can get it for free. Just go there. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. One more time. The Write it all out. One word. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com.
thebusinessgolfcourse.com. And thanks for hanging and coming back. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And we want to welcome in the lovely and talented Alyssa Godet, who is the the prime moving force. I mean, this is your idea, isn't it? The Women's Golf Day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Super appreciative of, of you helping us spread the word. You know, it was a concept four years ago, an idea. The industry had been looking for ways to get women involved and mm-hmm. kind of came up with this uh, simple format and formula and given all the data that we received, women coming in, but also or wanting to play golf, but then quickly leaving. So took some of the data points and tried to take the pain points out of it and figure out something that would work that would be appealing to women. Got lucky, and there was, you know, there was definitely a response from the marketplace. So what were the pain points? I mean, other than too many men hanging around staring. No, I'm, I'm really cautious to say that, too, because, you know, this isn't like, you know, men against women or men not letting women play. Or A lot of women get, you know, into golf because of men or fathers or grandfathers and what have you. So I never want to put it that way. Uh, the pain points were that they didn't feel welcome. They felt intimidated. And so there's a lot of factors that could contribute to that. And so what we did with Women's Golf Day, the concept was it would be a one-day, four-hour experience. And so what we do is we ask locations to go out and just execute this. It's almost like a licensing deal. Mm -hmm. So we gave them a format and everything. We give them all the tools, all the materials, suggestions. Um, And the idea was also that, you know, we bring attention from everybody. I think one of the hardest things, too, is, you know, we have a very fragmented industry, the golf industry, compared to others like mm. NFL or NBA. Yeah. So there's a lot of governing bodies and a lot of different programs and all of them are great. So one of them was like, hey, can we get everybody to play in the sandbox for one day? <laughs> and we reached out to every single organization and, and gratefully everybody did. You know, we're not stepped on anybody's toes. We're not a program that's competing with another program. It's just this one day. And then hopefully, we'll, apart from getting women out that have never tried it in conjunction with women that do play, was that, this would give, whether it was a pro at a club or an organization, an opportunity on this day where we have the whole world watching and everybody's attention to say, hey, look, we've got this program ongoing or we've got a junior clinic for your kids or we've got a, um, you know, get golf ready or first tee or junior girls golf. I mean, there's so many programs and then also just pros themselves that are teaching at their clubs that are looking to get new clients or engaging clients or anything like that. But the actual day is a one-day, four-hour experience. The first two hours, we ask that the women have a choice of either taking lessons, so maybe 45 minutes to an hour on the driving range, mm-hmm. 45 minutes chipping and putting, or they can play nine holes. After okay. the two hours, and you have two hours of socializing. <laughs> the interesting part was, you know, when you mix the, the, you know, it with the mix of people that haven't played golf with the people that do play golf, you know, this would be the CEO of a, co- a woman that's, you know, in the C-suite of a company that's never played. And it could be a stay-at-home mom that, you know, the kids are now out, out and she plays, you know, a couple times a week and she's a single-digit handicap. Right. Yeah. Normally those lives would not merge. But, you know, and it's making people feel comfortable. And I think that socialization part helps to get to break down some barriers and it is just women so there's not you know you don't feel uncomfortable or you know just even all men get together you know it's a different dynamic than when you mix them so i think that it, it that's a, a lot of the things that helps make it popular june 4th uh this year is the day do you have a, a 
total number of clubs in your head that you remember that it's going to be doing it worldwide? It's in my head, and if you pull it up on our website, it shows when you go on our search map. I think we have 712 as of today. There's a couple interesting things that came about with this. It starts in Australia. That's the first place in the time zone when June 4th happens. And if you look on our map, you see little dots, and it travels, you know, goes east with the time zone, and it ends in Hawaii. And mm. for 24 hours straight, wow. there's a women's golf day event happening somewhere in the world. This is pretty cool. It is. We have a number of Muslim countries, which we're really super proud of. I mean, so, yeah. and I do feel very proud that, you know, we are affecting change that women, it's even more important women outside the U.S., just because I think there aren't as many opportunities. And this is something where they can all you know, get together. There's no other sport that we have found or know of that has a designated day like a men's soccer day (laughs) (laughs) so that's another thing you know we've got a couple little you know i think points that are make this a really unique fun thing and hopefully like i said we continue to get all of the industries and that's the rna that's everybody that support this and and the international golf federations and you know that makes it an interesting thing and uh i know that in total as of last year we had over the three years 900 different locations had participated in a women's golfing event in 52 countries we have Alyssa good day with us who is the uh the the founder and the moving force behind women's golf day written a couple of great books too um you, you ever get a chance to play golf with her do that because it's fun just to talk to her and hang out with her for a while but jeff you know, you're one of the best golf instructors in the world, man. Do you do anything different to attract women? Well, that's a bad question. Uh, yeah, I guess you change your cologne well, and comb your hair. But and is there anything different to market the idea of learning golf to women as opposed to men? Yeah, I, I really think that there is. And, and one of them is appealing to the fact that it's fun and they can do it on their own schedule. Time is a factor for every person. But there's an awful lot of women out there who are so busy that it's difficult to hit the time frames that they want. So what I do with to attract the more ladies, I send them all emails and say, when's the best time for you to do something? Mm-hmm. And I listen to the responses, and then I produce something and make it so that everything that they do, there's always social stuff attached to it so they can go, they can bring who they want to bring, they can bring a friend, they can bring three friends, they can bring 10 friends. Whatever that's going to be is I make there's some social aspect to it and I give it to them on the time frame that works for them, which means I'm doing it at multiple di- different times of the day, different days of the week. Sure. It's just not going to work. Yeah. Alyssa, I have heard from numerous women that the, the clubhouse atmosphere itself is not welcoming and is intimidating for, for women. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's something, you know, it's a supply and demand. So, you know, if you talk to a club pro, or, or, you know, someone who's running the shop, they're going to say, well, you know, we don't have demand. So I think that's going to come as, you know, it's a chicken and an egg scenario. I was so just going to say that. To that. <laughs> exactly. Chicken and an egg. You could, you, you could get more women coming in if you had more stuff to attract women to come in. Let's let's talk about another chicken and egg scenario, uh, yeah. if, if we can. Um, women in business. There are more and more women getting to higher and higher positions in the business world these days. Golf has been, always will be, a very effective tool for doing better in the business world. Do you, do you find there's a correlation? More more women in the business world automatically means more more women playing golf because it, there's such a correlation here? You know, yes, it would be nice if that happens. But I think that golf has a bigger challenge, um, no matter what age, no matter what sex. Mm-hmm. It's 
Jeff hit the nail on the head earlier yeah. in the conversation. This is something that takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and people don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So if they're just trying to get into a lesson, how are they going to, you know, get into, you know, get into playing 18 holes or something like that? I think as it becomes more acceptable to play nine holes or, you know, events come up that are more conscious, time conscious, I think that you could see that. Um, I think the positives are we got younger generations that are growing in the game, whether it's, you know, young girls, young guys. Right. And I think it remains to be seen. But I think that the number one thing that that really is the main thing, it's like the 800-pound gorilla or the elephant in the room is mm-hmm. we're in a world where everything is super fast, technology, you know, Instagrams and Facebook and everything, and people are swiping around and, and don't have time to do be with their kids and everything else. So uh, golf, I think, going to have to fight away. And I think that that is why things like Top Golf are mm-hmm. popular. Yeah, you know, exactly. Things like that because you can go in half hour or an hour. I think that any of the clubs that have you know adaptive driving ranges or something, and and I think mainly is if we could just you know kind of get that. I mean, there's just I think there's kind of a stigma. You can't just play nine. You know, you've got to play eighteen. And yeah. I, I'm not. I tell people all the time, even me that works in the business, I'm like, I don't have time to play eighteen, but I'll happily play nine. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Exactly. The 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 website, check it out, womensgolfday.com, and it's coming up uh, June 4th. And uh, just look for yep. go to the website, just look for a course near you and get in on the fun because that's definitely what it is. And at least yep. we, we got to come up with ways to hang out more often than just once a year, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I should also mention that, so just not unplugging for Top Golf, PJ Tour, Club Corp, Troon, all these people are involved in this. So even if you're a woman, who is listening to this and or, or you're a man and we want everybody to suggest the women in their lives, moms, aunts, cousins, daughters, sisters, <laughs> co-workers to go find a place. And like, if you, you know, you can go walk into a PJ. I mean, it's so relaxed in the PJ tour superstores. I've been two different years where I've gone to PJ tour superstore. I've gone to top golf. I've gone to golf courses. I've experienced um, what these, what people, how they're executing in, in various locations. Mm-hmm. And that's like a really easy way and just go, you know, Hey, let me see what this is about. You know, there's no intimidation factor. Yeah. I promise you, yeah. um, you'll have a nice time. You'll meet new people. You're not gonna, you know, waste your time. Only positive can come from it. Uh, and you know, hopefully you decide to go, uh, go on further and take yeah. lessons with Jeff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Jeff. Jeff needs more women taking lessons. That's what he needs right. in golf. It's the only thing he can teach it. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, uh, Alicia, good day. Thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, for a little bit here on on the show today and Women's uh, Golf Day. Just one of your many great ideas. And uh, the book's still available. Plug the books while you're here. What the heck? Yeah, two good rounds. They're yeah. fun, feel good books. Yep. Um, there, I think uh, Amazon. Uh, of course, Amazon has everything, even the yeah. golf clothes. That's right. <laughs> but. Um, Amazon has, has the books, uh, so you can go there and get them. Uh, there's three different ones. You know, one is about golfers, uh, 36 of the top golfers. The second one is 54 of the top athletes in the world that play golf. And the third one is 33 CEOs that own their own golf course. Ooh. So, All right. Yeah. All right. All right Fun then. stuff. Uh, sounds good to me. All right. Thank you again, Elisa Gaudet. And again, it's womensgolfday.com. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Check out the website, find a course near you, and grab a couple of friends and go out and play some golf. Thank you very much. We will talk to you again soon. I appreciate you having. 
and, and spreading the word. Totally we really do. Our pleasure. We're on a mission. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hang out with us. We'll be right back. If you guys haven't heard about Roan, you are really missing out. Let me tell you, Roan is a men's performance lifestyle and premium activewear brand that's engineered for unparalleled quality and comfort. Uh, it's an absolute necessity for guys on the go. And it doesn't matter if you're training in the gym or you're jumping on some international flight somewhere. These guys are your new go-to men's clothing brand, Roan, R-H-O-N-E. I'm going on vacation soon, and I can tell you I can get everything I need all, all on the same website, Roan.com, because they have everything a guy needs. From premium shorts, shirts, tank tops, socks, underwear, swimwear. I mean, it's great stuff. They engineer clothing that's perfect for the office. They're perfect for long flights and commutes. And, you know, I'm going on vacation, which means probably at least one of the connections is going to get canceled. So it's going to be a long time hanging out in an airport. I got to get comfortable. They've just released their new commuter collection. And, man, I just went crazy on the website looking at this stuff. Uh, shorts. Yeah, have you ever had anybody ask you if your shorts, if you prefer a 9-inch or 11-inch inseam? No, me too. And, and the, the polo shirts are beautiful. The shorts, the, the pants, the pants, you can get them in snug fit. You can get them in loose fit. You get them exactly the size you need. Get them hemmed to your perfect length. And the shirts, the dress shirts, <sighs> wrinkle-free. Yeah, wrinkle-free. No more, hey, John, you own an iron? I mean, whether you're sitting around or whatever. You know, these this stuff's going to look good. For for the guys like us who go into the office in the morning, go play golf in the afternoon, then go out to dinner and, and hang out uh, for a few drinks after dinner, it's all the same clothes. Go to roan.com slash weekend. Do it today. Use the promo code weekend. You'll get 20% off your first purchase. Okay. R-H-O-N-E dot com slash weekend. Promo code weekend to get 20% off. Roan.com slash weekend. Promo code weekend. R-H-O-N-E dot com slash weekend. Go now. Hey, thanks for hanging. Welcome back. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Together, we are those weekend golf guys, and we've got uh, another golf guy on the line with us, Cam Rogers, who is the, um, what's the official, the host, the purveyor of the Tiger Woods podcast, on, and it's Believe Network, is it not? Is that how you pronounce it? Even though you spell it wrong? Totally spelled wrong, but it is pronounced believe. And believe. We believe in Tiger Woods. <laughs> believe in Tiger Woods. And after uh, this last Masters, how can you not, man? I mean, whew, is that the greatest comeback in sports or what? It is. It. I, I don't have any doubt in my mind that there could be any bigger comeback. I know they've talked about in golf, Hogan coming back from a bus crash and all this, and I and I can truly appreciate the magnitude of that. But truth is, I think that in today's world, against the athletes of of today, in the specter of the media and all things that everybody knows, uh, all things about every person, I think that this was probably the biggest uh, achievement in sport for from the purpose of looking at it like coming from you fall off the mountain you go down to the depths of the valley and you get yourself back up to the mountaintop again. I think that this one is probably the biggest comeback. Yeah. I think it is. You agree, Cam? You're the, you're the expert here, buddy. No doubt about it, guys. I mean, you look at two examples here of why it is just that. First of all, the goat, if you will, 
of basketball, Michael Jordan, said as such that mm-hmm. that was the greatest comeback in sports history. Yeah. Example number one there, guys. Example number two, Tiger Woods was just at the White House getting a medal for the freaking comeback that he just had. Yeah. So you yeah. couple those two things together. That's all the evidence you guys need and the people out there listening need that that indeed was the greatest comeback in sports history. You think about the back surgeries, the sex scandal. Guys, there was a point when Tiger Woods admitted he didn't know if he was going to pick up a club and swing again. Yeah. And he's hoisting a green jacket last month. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the, the thing that really struck me, man, is he, he was extolling the virtues of the game itself after, after he had won. And he, he pointed out that his children had never seen golf be good to him until that moment because of their age. They had, they had not been cognizant of his quote unquote first round of golden years. All they had seen was the pain, the injuries, the, the family discord, all the stuff caused by him playing golf. And finally, they were able to witness why golf is so great for daddy. And I just thought that was a very astute thing to point out and to recognize right off the bat for him. It was great. I agree. Yeah, without a doubt. When when you're talking about the two things, um, you know, the, the, at the end of that tournament where all the fans are cheering and the media is going crazy and everybody's going crazy that, that's the first time that those that those children have ever seen anything like that for their dad. Yeah. Everything, you know, it was pretty impressive to think about that. After he brought it to light, said, hey, uh, they've seen nothing but, but pain here with this world of golf for me. And then the second one is just what was just mentioned. He goes and receives a, a presidential medal of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's same, there. His and family. And there, too. Yeah. Kids yeah. are there, mom's right. there, girlfriend's there. That's amazing. Yep. And his girlfriend's a babe. I, mean, I just thought I'd throw that in. She's quite attractive, there's no <laughs> doubt. You know, guys, <laughs> you think about the emotional wins in terms of Tiger's major championship resume. You think about 97 with the Masters. You think about 06 at Liverpool after Earl passed. But this, without a doubt, I think, surpasses those. This is the greatest major championship on Tiger's resume. And I think he would agree with that solely because of your point there, John, about the kids. Yeah. I mean, all they knew was pain, was suffering. And Tiger has said it before. I just want to show the kids that daddy can golf again. Yeah. And he did exactly that at Augusta National a month ago. Heck, you could make the argument about East Lake as well at the end of the 2018 campaign yeah, where he won there. So yeah, 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 and had and had about 157,000 people following him uh, around the course. Exactly, that day. iconic. Yeah, one of the things that Jeff and I had discussed a couple of weeks ago too was that not only did he come back from injuries, but to get around those injuries, he has learned to play in a way that probably will prevent any further injuries. So he's almost guaranteed himself a very long career now and plenty of time to beat out Nicholas's records. Do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think he is in position to certainly pass Jack. He's got the momentum on his side. Now, I will say the paradox slash irony of golf today is that we all know Tiger Woods was the catalyst of the athlete golfer, right? Mm -hmm. And you look at the... 2019 version of golfers out there 
what are they? They're all athletes. Yeah. And that makes it tougher on Tiger. It's not just Ernie <laughs> and Phil and VJ anymore. It's Brooks. It's Dustin Johnson. It's Justin Thomas. Thomas. It's Jason Day. It's all these guys. So it's harder for Tiger now than it was in the early 2000s. Can he surpass Jack? Absolutely. Will he contend this year in the upcoming majors? I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, what happens to you, man? You you find another uh, another golfer do a podcast about, or or are you just tried and true Tiger fan? I think it becomes the Charlie Woods podcast after <laughs> that, right? It's got to be. It only makes sense. <laughs> if I were you, I'd go like you know Lexi Thompson or something along okay. those lines, man. You know. <laughs> But I will say the timing could not be better with this podcast launching just recently and the Masters yeah. win at all and all. So there's definitely some tiger fever. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny. You can almost tell the 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 echelon that the uh, golfer is in because you've got two golfers that we've just talked about, Tiger Woods and Lexi Thompson. Lexi Thompson is leaving social media because she is getting so much bad responses from having played with the president. Mm-hmm. Nobody has said anything negative about Tiger Woods playing with President Trump. It's it's right. like Tiger Tiger can do no wrong. It's it's Tiger after all. Let him do Tiger. Let Tiger be Tiger. And it's it's just I just think it's it's a funny uh, a, a way to compare and contrast the way people perceive Tiger as opposed to other people even in the same industry in the same. Uh, the same sport. You haven't heard any negatives for him even getting the medal. I mean, there there are guys on the Red Sox who aren't going to show up to be congratulated because they won the World Series, um, but Tiger shows up to get right. a medal. I mean, you know, come on, man. You gotta you gotta separate. You gotta separate that stuff. And uh, I don't think anybody would say anything negative about Tiger. There there have been Tiger haters in the past, but I I haven't seen a whole lot of negativity now. You probably see more of it being, you know, that you're you're talking about him day in and day out. Have you seen any? You know, it's interesting there, John. I actually have. The Baltimore Sun actually released an editorial accusing Tiger of embracing Trump. I'll read you guys a quick quote here. It says, quote, Mr. Woods has made his choice and part of his legacy will be embracing a man who incited bigotry and racism, mm-hmm. adding that the president, quote, regularly demonizes minorities and emboldens those who hate. Now, mm-hmm. let me just react to that real quick. Mm-hmm. And we all please just relax. Yeah, Let's forget about Trump. Like, honestly, forget about Trump. Yeah. Focus on the office of the president. Not Trump. The office of the president invited Tiger with the greatest possible civilian medal. Why can't we just appreciate that? You know we, what I mean? Exactly. I agree. Amen, brother. Agree. Preach it, Cam. Preach it. You know, one of the things that I see in in these things is if you brought this down to an individual choice level, and if somebody walked up to you and said, John, you have the one opportunity to go meet the President of the United States and receive an award or some sort of congratulatory something, and you choose not to go. Yeah, you're crazy. Yep. Well, you're crazy. You that you go. That's the president of the United States. Forget any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. You go. I always said yeah. Bill Bill Clinton would have been a fun guy to play golf with. 
You know, could have played 18 holes, had a few beers, gone to a strip club when it was done. You know, stuff like that, man. We had a fun time. <laughs> well, it's funny. After the 97 Masters, Bill Clinton, of course, invited Tiger to play with him. Or actually go to the White House, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't because of a scheduling conflict. But yeah. he eventually did go and meet with Bill Clinton. So he's got the Democratic side covered. He yeah. now has the Republican side covered. But you know what? There's still no winning. No. No, you can't win for losing. It doesn't matter. But he right. still is is probably going to rise to the point of best golfer of all time. Do you foresee, Cam, a... Uh, a resurgence of the Tiger effect, which, you know, most people have given Tiger Woods credit for the boom in the golf industry back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Now the Tiger's back. Do you see that happening again? More people getting interested in the game be simply because Tiger's playing? I think you definitely have to give some credibility to it. I mean, just going off the data, John, that, you know, TV ratings went up the wazoo when Tiger Woods was in contention at the Masters. It's yeah. the case when he is in contention at a regular tour event. So yeah. off of the numbers, the sheer interest, you have to at least assume that some of those viewers who have never picked up a golf club will transfer that energy from the TV to the golf course, to playing lessons, to you know joining a country club, whatever the case may be. I'll say this, it's certainly not going to hurt the game if Tiger Woods <laughs> continues to win. I'll say that. And I will also just note that, in my opinion, I think it is a shot in the arm to the game. Because, you know, in 2015 and 2016, golf was looking for that individual identity. You had Jordan, who was really crushing it in 2015, and Dustin Johnson as well. But those guys, I'm sorry, great guys, they're just vanilla. They don't have the swag like Tiger does. <laughs> Tiger is just a different guy on the golf course compared to any of these other players on tour. It's yeah. not even close. And a different guy on the seven seas too, because his boat is to like die for. Excuse Look, me. Boat. I got one more thing. Boat is I an understatement. One, what? Just one brief thing that Tiger has done for the game that no one else really remembers to mention. Okay. It really should, because it's really something that's pretty amazing. Is that I now get to wear my red mock turtleneck again. <laughs> okay? It's that big. The whole collared shirt it's thing is big. gone now, right? <laughs> it's that big. I get to wear my red mock turtleneck again. Thank you, TW. Cam Rogers, man. Shameless self-promotion, bud. What is the podcast? How do people find it? When should they listen? And all that kind of good stuff, man. Go. Yeah, it's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Tiger Woods. It's called Believe in Tiger Woods, but all you have to do is search it or head on to Believe.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99. No D in Rogers. And get all the Tiger content you could possibly imagine. Fantastic. Man, listen to, to a couple episodes, man, and uh, I like what you're doing. We'll be we'll be following you. And uh Appreciate your all right. Hey, I appreciate tonight. it, guys. Not a problem, man. Uh, stay in touch, man. Let's uh, let's do this on a semi-regular basis, okay? You keep us. Hey, you got it. Tiger. Tiger wins. Yeah, keep us informed um, with with everything Tiger. But if you want all Tiger all the time, Cam Rogers is the dude to check out. Believe in Tiger Woods. Uh, check out his podcast, man. Thanks for spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys, and you have yourself a great week, buddy. 
Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golfguys. Are you a sales guy or a business owner? And do you use golf in your business? You should, you know. It's a great way to build a relationship much quicker and much more deeply than you can in a month full of business lunches. Really is. You can learn more about somebody in 18 holes of golf than, than, than you can any other way. Check it out. Make sure you do it right. We've got a place you can go. It's called thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Got a freebie there for you to download on how to put together the perfect foursome to actually make a whole lot of money, a whole lot more money than you're going to make normally. It's the best way to make friends and influence people, if you pardon the expression. Golf for business. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. The perfect golf foursome. You can get it for free. Just go there. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. One more time. The Write it all out. One word. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. And there you have it, another show in the books, in the can, as they say. And um, more women, if for no other reason, just to make it more interesting to be at a golf course. You yeah. Know? You know what? I, I know that having more women at the golf course will certainly cut down on the number of curse words being uttered out loud. <laughs> at least until <laughs> they get to know you. <laughs> You know, you know what it's like. Right. Yeah, they start to accept all of your idiosyncrasies after a while. But uh, I just got to relate yeah. a quick little story. I was out a couple years ago, and um, we hooked up with a couple, man and wife, who were playing golf. And they were having a good time. And I just, I was talking with the woman, and I said, you know, it would be really nice if my wife played golf. I think I'd love to play golf with my wife. And the woman was nodding up and down, and I took a look, and behind her, her husband was nodding side to side. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> that's a can of worms you don't want to open, buddy. <laughs> that's right. You don't. We, we, you know, another another good another good thing when when you've got everybody together on the golf course. So, what a great idea that is. Women's golf day was a June third. June fourth, right? June fourth, June, June fourth. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, for for a couple of hours, it's it's women coming out to the golf course, and then all of a sudden, social hour. Yeah, what a good idea. Well, see, and that's a, that's the whole thing, man. There's, if there's more socializing, because I don't want to sound like like a, you know a male showing his pig here or anything, but there's a few things that women like to do. I've noticed one is they like to hang out together. They, they do everything yeah. in packs <laughs> or at least yeah. in groups. And the other thing is they like to shop and playing, yeah. and playing golf is a good way. I mean, you can call up two or three of your friends and say, Hey, let's go shop and buy some new clothes and then go play golf. I mean, yeah, that is a good idea. It's perfect, right? right? It's absolutely perfect. So it's all how you frame it. Exactly. Exactly. I thought when you said you didn't want to sound a certain way that you were just going to end the show. <laughs> yeah. right after no. that. I just need to prove yeah. that I am indeed a new age sensitive guy. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I get that. That and some swamp land in Arizona, I can sell you if you can believe that. But uh, tell you what, 
Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash golfguys, or just go direct to the source, our, our, uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com is our website you can catch everything we've ever done there if you ever miss us here come back here next week go to the website if you don't and go out and play some golf <laughs>